Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. taught as a young man, as a young Christian, you know, if you're going to share the gospel with people, you got to close the deal. You have to ask them to make a decision to follow Jesus. And I remember that being hammered in. And you know, the, the conclusion I've reached is that that's wrong. That's wrong. The Holy Spirit is the one who draws people to Jesus. It isn't your job to save somebody's salvation. This is Jesus's job. Today, Pastor Robert is going to remind you of the importance of letting the Holy Spirit do its work in others. It isn't your job to force Jesus onto others, but it is your job to give people the chance to hear the gospel message and to receive it. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 13, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. As usual, I want to give you three observations from this text today. This time, each one of them begins with the letter A. We're going to consider first Paul's audience. And then we're going to consider, second, his approach to that audience. And then finally, number three, Paul's admonition to this audience and to us. His audience for this first sermon in Pisidian Antioch was made up, as we saw, of Jews and of non-Jewish, God-fearing converts to Judaism. This was happening in the region of Galatia. So later on, when Paul wrote the book of Galatians to this same general audience, it was made up of people from Antioch and Pisidia, as well as probably the cities of Iconium and Lystra and Derbe. Because Paul and Barnabas, you know, they they were Jewish. The first place they went to was to a synagogue because they understood that the Jewish people had a foundation. You know, when you're trying to share with somebody who has absolutely no foundation whatsoever, it can be a little challenging, right? I remember teaching a Bible study and we were out in the middle of nowhere in Peru and I can't remember. I think I was talking about Noah and the missionary that you know, we sent him from this church, right, Pastor Brian, he stopped me in the middle. He was translating for me. He stopped me, and he said, Robert, you're going to have to explain because they don't, they don't have a clue who you're talking about. They know nothing at all of the Bible. I, I was having a conversation. This was maybe, I don't know, seven or eight years ago with a Jewish guy that a friend of mine 
And I knew, you know, he grew up down here, went to Hebrew school, the whole bit. So I'm talking to him about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? He had no idea what I was talking about. I said, wait a minute, didn't you go to Hebrew school? He said, yeah, I got kicked out of Hebrew school. I have no idea what you're talking about. They went to the synagogue because they knew at least there was a foundation in the scriptures. God had sent first to the Jews his testimony. And so they started with the Jews. It provided a platform. Now, the community there, the Jewish community in Pisidia would have been relatively small in number. So the the leaders recognized, we got some visitors here. And they offered to them the customary opportunity to address the locals. But Paul and Barnabas were complete strangers to these people. So observation number two, Paul's approach was to begin by establishing, you know, a connection, trying to establish a rapport with these people. It's a a great thing to remember. You know, I was taught as a young man, as a young Christian, you know, if you're going to share the gospel with people, you got to close the deal. You have to ask them to make a decision to follow Jesus. And I remember that being hammered in. And, you know, the, the conclusion I've reached is that that's wrong. That's wrong. The Holy Spirit is the one who draws people to Jesus. According to the Bible, you know, the Father draws people to the Son. Jesus said, nobody ever comes to me unless the Father who sent me draws them. Now, if that's the case, I'm getting out of line if I'm trying to drag them to Jesus or push them to Jesus. It's inappropriate. I need to be prayed up and I need to be prayerful as I'm, you know, talking to people. And, and I need to realize it's, he, listen, he's the one who does work inside people. The night I got saved, I was so drunk and nobody was talking to me except God. And I was so completely wasted, as I've told you before, if not for the fact that I continued in the grace of God. If somebody told me my story, I'd be really skeptical. Really skeptical. I was drunk and God talked to me. I mean, does that sound plausible? You sure it wasn't a Jack Daniels? No, it was God. How do you know? 35, 40 years later, he's still talking to me, and I'm no longer, you understand? It's, it's not through the whiskey now. <laughs> Paul's approach was to begin by establishing a rapport with the people. He presented a synopsis of their history, and he started talking to them about Moses and the deliverance from Egypt, and he, and he came all the way up to the resurrection of Jesus. Paul had one point. One point, Messiah rose from the dead. Jesus rose from the dead. You know, there's nothing here to suggest that he pressed them for a response or or even gave them a ton of details. I can't even remember the total number of prophecies fulfilled by Jesus in his first coming, as opposed to, you know, when he comes back, right? But he only mentioned like three. There are a lot more than that. 
He could have given them so much more detail. He just wanted to give them a snapshot. He wanted to confront them with the fact that death had been defeated, that Jesus rose from the dead. And he made such a clear point of it because that's the thing that he wanted him to go home with. The Apostle Paul proclaimed the resurrection. Now, that brings me to my third observation. The first was that his audience was primarily Jewish, a few Gentile converts. The second was that his approach to them was to try to establish a rapport, bring them a brief history, and let them know he knew the Hebrew Scriptures. And then the third observation is that he concluded his sermon with an admonition. He's like, guys, I got to warn you. I got to warn you. You leaders in Pisidia, you leaders in, in Antioch here, you need to be careful not to make the same mistake, not to be guilty of the same error that the leaders in Jerusalem were guilty of. They fulfilled prophecy by rejecting their own Messiah. In verse 26, he said, Men and brethren, sons of the family of Abraham and those among you who fear God, to you the word of this salvation has been sent. For those who dwell in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not know him, nor even the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, have fulfilled them in condemning him. Think about that. He says, you're Messiah. He's our Messiah. You didn't, even, you didn't even recognize him. You didn't know him. Nor did you recognize the voices of the prophets. What did he mean by that? He, he says, you know, the prophecies, they're, they're read every week, every single Sabbath. And yet, the teachers of Israel, the leading rabbis of Israel had failed to understand them accurately. They, they lived their lives, listen, they lived their lives as though God existed to bless them. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.